Yes. Hi guys, this is Mind Fuel. We got our special guest in the house today, Chet. Not me, I'm not special. There's other two special guests in the room, so they can introduce themselves. So, go on. <laughs> I'm Gary and I'm not special. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's Now we have a real special guest here. Yes. Um, I'm Amelia and I am special, I'd say. Yes. That's good. So today we're going to be talking about self. This is, this, is a, this is a highlight moment for us. We've got women on the, on the talk show today, so it's going to be great. So Millie, let's talk about self. When we say self, what do you, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when we talk about self? I think it's about loving yourself and accepting your flaws and who you are um, and not trying to fit in into what everyone, the stereotype of what you should be. Yeah. I would say. That's really good. And uh, my question is, how does someone who is trying to find themselves and is a girl, but they're feeling like they're surrounded by people who are not giving them that sort of growth to say, you know what, grow, uh, do things differently. How, what, do you, what would you say they need to do, like the first step to like growing? I think the main thing is taking a step back um, and spending yeah. time alone. That's yeah. something I've learned myself. So if you spend time alone, um, even like going on walks, trying to meditate, doing yoga, things like that, you do end up finding yourself because it's an inner journey. It's not something that someone else can give you. Wow. Because anything that someone can give you can be taken away anyway. So it needs to be found within yourself. Mm. Oh, wow. I'm that. So the question is... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. We're writing it down. <laughs> for us, for me, I, I don't strive for perfectionism. You know, I don't strive for 100%. How does everyone feel about that? Mm. You don't strive for 100%. No. I'm not perfect yeah. in anything, being a father, being a business owner, being a son. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I have flaws. And guess what? I'm evolving. You know, I had a conversation with my mother yesterday. I'm 40 years old. My mother's seen me for 40 years and I've evolved. <laughs> and my daughter's like, was daddy always like this? I'm like, no, he was quite quiet when he was quite young. You know, I was quite, a, I had a quite low self-esteem between 0 and 10. And I think when I went to university, I really, my, my growth, I actually grew because I redefined myself when I went to study in Leeds. So nobody knew me in Leicester. So I remember um, going to university, not knowing anyone and going to secondary school, not knowing anyone. So I had to grow. I had to redefine myself and have increased my self-confidence because nobody was my friend. Okay. So when you've got no friends, you've got to go search for them friendships. That's true. You know, and connect with people. And, and I think that because I was forced to do it yeah. for myself, because it's quite lonely when you're sat in a, in a student digs with no friends, wow. um, you have to connect. And so for me, my self-confidence grew through myself. Yeah. Is there any other stories that you can resonate with, guys? Okay, Gary, go ahead. Yeah, look like Anything. Perfect. You know, obviously... Perfectionism or... Yeah, perfectionism on that one. Man, no one's perfect. I agree. I think you grow every day yeah. a little bit, and you just—I I think you have to strive for perfection because otherwise you go the other way. So, but that's uh, growth, yeah. personal growth. We all know what we've been through, and yeah. it's all individual. So, I think for me, if I grow a little bit every day, it's yeah, and ultimately, hopefully, get close to perfection, maybe ninety-nine percent. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I think for me, I would like to say, of course, it's hard to obviously. Uh, aim for perfection but I say you know there's this saying that says if you aim for the for the stars whatever you can get to the moon but it's good to always have like an internal compass of what growth looks like or what growing looks like and I feel like you need to accept that it's not going to be a, a quick journey you have to accept that it's a step-by-step -step process and then, like you said success is not 
is not achieving the milestone, um, what you call it, career, it's the journey to get you there because people are skipping the journey and hence when they get to the top on a quick whim or whatever, they, they can't keep that success. It destroys them, it crushes them. So, Millie, what, what's your thought? I just don't get with perfect, what yeah. is perfect? Like, the, yeah. you were saying, like, there's this thing to get to perfect, but it's actually a thing. No one's perfect. I mean, there isn't such a thing as perfect. Yeah. It, there is no such thing as that. So, what you should be achieving is to be better in yourself. And yeah. Feel happier inside rather than reaching for this goal that doesn't actually ever exist. exist. Yeah. My opinion. No. But why do people sabotage that? Why do we overconsume, um, use difficult coping strategies, over drinking, overeating, um, and then obviously the worst thing is dissing or breaking other people down. You know, having negative noise with people. Why do we do that? Well, I think it happens because we compare ourselves to others. Mm-hmm. Comparison, yeah. Yeah. comparison, right? Yes. What do you yes. Uh, um, yeah, I think comparison messes up your self-image 100%. and your self-confidence. So if those, if, if, if that's distorted, guess what? If you wake up and look at yourself in the mirror, you're not going to look at yourself and say, wow, uh, I'm, I'm loved or I love people. And you see yourself in a positive light. You're going to see yourself comparing yourself to your followers. If, if you live a life like that or comparing yourself to your friends. And guess what? Everyone's got different measures of strength and weaknesses. And, and I think comparison is like an enemy to everything. Comparison leads to judgment as well. If you compare <laughs> yeah. yourself to others, then you start judging them. And judging someone is one of the ugliest emotions because you naturally feel horrible in yeah. inside. Yeah. All right, Billy, I have a question on that note. Do you think that it's unfair that women are subjected to so many um, guidelines uh, by men, exploitations by men, and social media and the current society we live in do you think it's unfair i do but the I women face a lot of unfair scrutiny judgments it's still it's still sadly to say it's still it is, yeah it is yeah yeah i think it's awful yeah i think, I think it's horrible. yeah and the way people are on instagram they don't actually look like that it's i've modeled in my life and i know for a fact the girls that get these photos taken yeah. they don't look like they get the final image that gets put on a magazine wow. because it's so edited and yeah but I think it's the same with women. We expect a lot from a man to earn a lot of money, to drive a nice car, yeah. to have a nice house. But it's just completely different and the balance is completely off with what we expect from each other. Wow. And do you feel like um, like women, do they support each other in this? Or it's more like they compare themselves to death? Or what, what, what's, your, what's your view on that? I think women are a lot, a lot more judgmental, which is like I said, it just leads to, to bad feelings. And you naturally don't like someone when you yeah. judge them. <laughs> they have a nice car or yeah. have a nice handbag yeah. you're like oh you get like that little jealous yeah. bug in your, in your body and it's just so unhealthy and men don't really have that I don't yeah, think no, as much I, I, really? I think it's growing I can, yeah. I can tell you now I think it's growing because I've been depending on what kind of guy it is if it's a guy who's into the image game because yeah. they're now guys who are into yeah. themselves yeah. where they don't want to be uh, if they're walking in a room they want to probably smell the freshest they want to look the freshest they want to drive the most expensive car there are some guys who are becoming like that but then I, I would like to believe naturally to some degree guys don't really think about that maybe the biggest thing is a car a house and i think well it's probably the career i think the career, career defines themselves so obviously it's very interesting when you talk to someone say hey, what do you do yes and usually men really define their role 
because obviously that's what their self is. Mm-hmm. So, Whereas women yeah. will say, you know, I'm a housewife or I look after two kids. I'm like, what, what job do you do? They probably say that in the second or third conversation. So it's very interesting how different genders define their self, you know? So here's a question is, um, yeah. regarding dark minds, it's like, I was talking to a business owner and he said, I'm a businessman. And for me, that means nothing to me. Whereas <laughs> when I spoke to another businessman, he goes, I employ 500 people. You know, I change 500 people's lives. And then he talked about his business. Okay. So it's a question of, let's give you another example. I'm a doctor, but someone might say, I save lives. So can you see how you can define yourself very differently through the conversation? So yeah, that's, that's, that's so true. And mainly from your perspective, I mean, you said you used to be a model. Uh, what's your view on in that industry of things? Like, are you defined by your self-worth? Are you defined, let's say if someone says they're hiring you, an agency, are they going to be like, oh yeah, Millie, she's a lovely person to work with. She she communicates or more like, oh, she looks like this, she's tall like this, she's six foot, whatever. Is this, what do they look at? What Do you think it's fair? Do you think that they can improve the way they look at models? What's your view? Um, I don't think it's fair. When yeah. I went, I, this is three years ago now, because yeah. I stopped modeling about three years ago. Yeah. The, I think it has changed. The industry has changed, and they're accepting people more for who they are rather than having to edit out whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but they don't. It's it's like going for a job interview, but they're not looking at what's on the paper. They're looking at you specifically. Wow. That is literally what it is. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's quite daunting. Yeah. Um, and they always want you're more of a number then. From my experience, it's more of a number to be a size wow. eight, to be a size zero, whatever it is. Um, and yes, it's growing up, and I was I started when I was thirteen, and it does mess with your head oh, when being that age. But yeah. I've come out the end of it, and I'm a much stronger person now. So oh, that's really good. <laughs> so for for other ladies out there, what what advice would you give? You you just said at the end, which is powerful. You came out stronger at the other end. There's a lot of women. In the process or in it right now. We haven't done modeling, by the yeah. way. But they, yeah. they are in this whole yeah. situation. Yeah. So, what advice would you give to these young women? Get away from social media, delete your Instagram, disable it for a few months, and just accept that and start to love yourself. Look at yourself more and look at what you have got. Yeah. Even like I personally write journals, I've done it yeah. since I was 13. And for me, I find it so liberating to yeah. be like, these are my positive things and these are the things I want to change. Of course. But set little goals. Don't just look for the end result. Yeah. So how do you love your stuff? How do you start that process? Taking a step back from the world and going back into yourself. Yeah. And um, reading, yoga, like I said. Yeah. Going for walks and just spending, like taking yourself out on a date rather yeah. than finding someone else to. You can't love someone else unless you can love yourself, right? So. That's right. Here's a question is, you know, I feel quite confident going to a coffee shop by myself and spending my own time quite comfortably, but I know that there's a lot of ladies and women out there who won't do the same thing. You know, they're quite conscious of, you know, how, oh, they, look. how they look, oh, being by themselves. How do you become, have the strength to do them things by themselves? I've been to the cinema by myself. I've been to a restaurant by myself. You know, I'm quite comfortable with myself and I don't, for one second, think about what other people are going to say. How do we get young women to do the same because I've got nieces who will never ever do that you can't grow from comfort zones yeah. so that's what people live in they live in a comfort zone um, which is why they get stuck and yeah. they settle for things which don't actually make them happy so <laughs> for me I personally think just take the plunge it might feel off it might feel awkward but once you've achieved it you'll feel even I go to the cinema on my own yeah. because if there's a film I want to watch and yeah. none of my friends want to go, go. Like, why does it matter? You're sitting in a dark room. You don't need to go with people. <laughs> yeah, so just do it. Like, try. Just give it a go. Wow. 
I think that, that that's a step for me, guys. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. <laughs> I went to watch a movie once on my own. It was good, but I've never done it again. I'll be honest with you. I'm a socialite. I I always tend to have someone who says, "Yo, do you wanna go watch a movie?" But I don't mind watching a movie on my own. I don't mind watching shows on my own. But yeah, I guess. Going to the movies is an ex- is an extreme step for me, but I'm willing to do that. I'm willing. <laughs> I'm willing to try that. Try it. I will try. It. We'll help you. Out. Yeah, we help you out. We all go watch different movies at different screens. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Come on, how was the experience? Amazing. Exactly. Amazing. So Gary, do you have a bending question? What do you want to ask? What do you want to add? I can tell you got something. Uh, like no, that. man, it's just good listening yeah. to your perspective, Millie, because you know. Uh, we're men, obviously. We mm. don't see things clearly most of the time. Yeah. So I have no questions, really. Just uh, how to empower women and the youth, I think. Which I think your message is really powerful for the youth. For mm-hmm. the young yes. women. Yeah. Up, because they should be the leaders of the new world, I think. I think so. I, do you know what? I've, we had a conversation with someone where they they asked me, what do you want to do? And this was the lady. I told them, like, oh, I want to do this and that. So, oh, great. And I asked them, what do you want to do? And they said, I don't know. Like, how come you don't know? I just, I, I just don't know what I want to do because I think they feel like they're surrounded with so much negative people. Mm-hmm. So, that, you know, some people you can say to them, Oh, I want to be a, a fashion designer, and that's never been done in a family before. And someone will be like, Why would you want to do that? Be a nurse instead. That's guaranteed. And they will say that they, they feel like I'm stuck. Like, is there, is there any like, like a community for women to get together do you feel like Leicester needs like a hub for creative women or people or people who just want to change their lives do you feel like we need to have a, like a hub for creative women what do you think or for women yeah, in general absolutely anything like that would be incredible but yeah. where do you start like who, who creates that what about you yeah you do okay yeah, there, you go. <laughs> there you go new challenge <laughs> It is that. So obviously even this summer we've had the women's football and the women's netball in um, Liverpool and I've got two young girls who are not very sporty but that's inspired them. Watching it on BBC TV, watching athletes. For me it's not about the women, it's the athletes. Seeing athletes at a top level performing and watching it on normal TV gives them an opportunity. You know, my daughter's six years old thinking, ah, this." she's programmed that this is the way it is. You know, where my daughter who's 12, she's seen that, ah, well, do women play football? So it's very interesting. Like young girls right now yeah. just think this is just the way it is. You know, women's World Cup is there, netball, women's cricket. There's so many platforms yeah. that women are out there. It just needs more people to engage with it and get the attendances so people be inspired by that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think, I think if if we don't shed light on this conversation, who will? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because most people they're willing to just keep their head down. I mean, they've been treated unfairly in business. They've been even the pay gap for for for, mm-hmm. for men and women. You do the same job, but you get paid less. Yeah, exactly. And how does that work? I mean, I mean, for yourself, do you have you ever experienced that yourself, Minnie? Or um, not too much. I think it's just a stereotype. It's been around yeah. there for so. It's been around for so long that women aren't supposed to be at home and look after the kids and wow. whatever it is because we're maternal yeah. but the men should go out and bring home the bacon whatever the saying is yeah. and make the money and yeah. it's so, it is changing yeah. I'm convinced it's changing it's just got to be accepted yeah. which is where I think do you think it should be 
Do you think guys are entitled to what's maternal leave? Is that is that, is that maternal? Maternal. <laughs> <laughs> maternal. Sorry. Sorry, guys. You can tell I'm just a guy <laughs> with no kids. <laughs> yeah. Do you think we are entitled to that? Because there's that notion where okay, the guys and the bacon part. Do you think that also as 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 guys, as men, as husbands, we also want to spend time to get to know our kids? But the question family? is, it depends about being yourself so i think we're very gender specific you yeah. know the men should be doing certain roles and the women should be so i love cooking you know i love ironing you know there's things that i shouldn't be good at but i do it yeah and i've been programmed that way my father did it and i remember my father being an asian man used to iron yeah. and when guests used to come to the house yeah. he used to hide the ironing board make that <laughs> you can't do it and give it to my mother and i used to watch that as a kid i was like really? why is he doing that yeah but it's a question of he was not comfortable with himself ironing yeah. you know asian man back in the 70s ironing yeah. that wasn't a good thing to do wow so right now the stereotypes need to change and the roles got to be shared you know why can't the ladies maintain the car you know why can't they do the gardening and why can't the men cook and iron and clean drop the kids off at school uh, you know all these all these roles that people do they need to be shared rather than being very gender specific so Lily, what, do you, what do you feel about that 100%. I think naturally there's things that women and men are going to be better at. Of so course. Natural strengths. Natural Naturally. But at the same time, it, it, it's changing. And it yeah. is. And it should change. Yeah. Because I know for myself, I absolutely hate cooking. And I like baking. I can bake all day long. I was about to but say, because we're a baking page. Yeah, but personally, <laughs> actually cooking, I'm yeah. not a fan of it. So my partner will do it or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And in my house, it's different. Yeah. But that's how it should be all the time. It shouldn't be them stereotypes. So, yeah. All right, well, well, we'll expect a nice pastry next time. Then. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> vegan, just so you know. Oh, vegan? Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, Chet, sorry. Sorry. You're the odd one out. Sorry. I was born a vegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. tell you that. Well, well, you're no longer a vegan, are you? No, no, not anymore. What, what are you? I'm vegetarian. Vegetarian, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, right. That's what you say. But, yeah, so, well, guys, this is an amazing podcast i'm just saying i'm just gonna pick up myself because i'm learning so much i'm writing notes For I, sure. I wanted to ask you a question like have you ever had an experience where where people um like obviously when you walk in a room uh there is a stereotype where you can feel like people are expecting you maybe to you not know, say anything good or they're expecting you to be up yourself how do you turn that situation since you love yourself and you've got that self but you want to empower someone else who's probably having a bad day but they want to impose their negativity on you how would you respond to someone mm. in that situation okay so i'm quite empathic so yeah. i am an empath so i feel a yeah. lot of vibes of people and yeah. things like that and um, and for me it's just it's just your aura i think yeah. when you have self-love you naturally have a more positive aura around you so yeah. i think people know that and when someone looks at me and if I walk into Starbucks whatever it yeah. is when someone looks at me because yeah. I'm quite a smiley happy person and I hold myself quite well because I have got that aura yeah. and that self love and um, I think people naturally smile back yeah. my biggest thing is if you smile at people hold the door open yeah. well, little things like that <laughs> oh, little things little are things. massive mm-hmm. um, there was an old lady the other day yeah. and she was walking down the street and she was a bit scared you know naturally they are yeah. Yeah. Um, because they're like so many people around yeah, and she was in her bag and I said are you okay and she was like yeah I just didn't want my bread to get squashed or whatever it was yeah. and she was so grateful that I just asked mm-hmm. and something as simple as that yeah. I probably made that lady's day mm-hmm. because people tend to ignore other people who of course so 
something like that. It's simple, isn't it? Simple but effective. Effective. I mean, yeah. there's a saying we're gonna talk about this. So should we be hiding our auras? Yeah. I can feel it all, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. But I think I think we're gonna be talking about we're gonna have another topic uh, on the round table. Uh, not round table. It's called the campfire. The tribe. We've been we've been talking about. It's gonna be coming soon. Where we're gonna be talking about the the complexity of of simple of simplicity. Because I think most people, our lives are so complicated. We've complicated our lives to the point where when you wake up, you've got 50 decisions to make before you come and make the real important decisions. So by the time you get to making the real life-changing decisions, your, your, your brain is tired. Your heart is already kind of giving up because you've been making all these small, irrelevant decisions to make. But my question is, how do you... How do you have a simple life? How do you cut down to have a simple life in order to find yourself? Because most people want to find themselves, but guess what? They're crowded. They've crowded themselves with so many things, like social media is one of mm-hmm. them. Okay, if we get rid of social media, what's the next step? Do you think that's got a bigger voice than your inner voice? Your friends are the people you're surrounded by. Because yeah. naturally, we're all in a similar situation. I think a lot of people who are in their teens now, they are lost. They don't yeah. know what they want. And mm. um, my biggest thing is to ask yourself, I do it every morning when I wake up, what's my purpose in life? Yeah. And something as simple as that, it can change, yeah. it can alter, of course it will. Mm. But finding your purpose, I bet if you ask anyone who's listening to this, they won't know. Yeah. yeah. Not really. But, but we've been told that the moment you leave college, you find your purpose, mate. Mm-hmm. You know your purpose. You know exactly. You know yeah. your and exactly. Like I come from a from a African background where your purpose and career there's no distinction wow. per, per se. So if you're a doctor, that's your purpose, mm-hmm. and we're gonna just see you as as Bob the doctor, and your purpose <laughs> is being a doctor, <laughs> and you know you've done everyone proud by being a doctor, mm-hmm. and. And I think we need to think more than that. Like, yeah. how many people, when you, when, when someone asks you, hi, what do you do? Ah, oh, I'm a dad of two. I love my wife to death. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a people person. Then last they say, no, 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 what do you do? Because someone says, yeah. no, 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 yeah. what do you do? Because they want to hear your title first mm-hmm. so they can uh, see how they're going to treat you. Yeah. So what if you said you, you, you're, you're a garbage collector? Are they going to treat you differently? And I feel like our society has, has put labels. We want to label everything. Like, what are you? Or oh, you're queer, you're this, you're that, you're that. And I think a label on things in society, actually, to some degree, we've over-labeled things. Over-labeled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everyone, it's easy to put society in a box. Yeah. And that's what society wants you to do. So what helps me to be myself yeah. is to declutter, strip down everything down, yeah. and have values. For me, Purpose comes from values. So for me, mine is create, connect, care. Every every morning I wake up to say, how can I create opportunities for people? Yeah. How can I connect with people? And what do I do what I care about? If I don't care about it, don't do it. It's going to be hard. Yeah. And that's how I think about it. For, for me, it's all about we. I'm not in a me game. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite happy with my life, but it's about the we. So my service to others is my purpose. That's right. And we talked about with humanity yeah. to help society and other people. It's all about other people you're not going to be happy by yourself you know i love myself but i love others more and you I know think, and i think that's an important shift get it what you in regards to clutter mill you said it we need a break from instagram and all that mm. I, I think there's so much info coming at us so quickly 
to my million notifications and I've, I've, switched off, I've switched off my notification on whatsapp i've got a thousand right now <laughs> literally if i open this i got a thousand messages but you switch like, it off right yeah. i switch all of them off yeah i mean look at my phone the thing is it's, it's more about information fatigue there's a lot of information there's a lot of advice out there you know, and i you know i was everyone's currently i'm trying to write a book and it's a question of just finding out lots of but guess what there's yes. so many things 10 habits to be successful six habits to be a positive one you go on the internet there's so much information and i'm like what to do and how to declutter that and so for me declutter all the information coming from and guess what just go with what you believe is the right thing for you even if it isn't and you know it's a great um speech by steve jobs yeah just do things and you connect the dots and i said that to my daughter yesterday so she watched a speech by steve jobs and it was a bit like he was just saying just do stuff you know he dropped out of university and he was a great thing he goes he still stayed on at university for another 18 months and he chose what lectures to go into and he goes that was the best learning ever because i made the choice wow and that's me made, made him realize that that's do cool stuff. Man, that yeah. follow follow our intuition more i think yeah, yeah. trust ourselves yeah. a little more not trust you know look outside for the answer when it's maybe within us yeah Wow, um, you know, for the small steps of, of loving yeah. yourself, I wanted to ask you this question: uh, Did your family were they supportive in this? Because most people, guess what, they they can want they want to be self love, yeah, right? They they've got rid of Instagram, all the social media, great. Their friends, they've cut down their circle, they're surrounded with positive people. But maybe this is someone who's still living at home with mm-hmm. their parents, or but then their parents are not really like figuring out like, okay, what's this? self thing you want to do like they're not they don't get it basically <laughs> i want to just say in essence they're so old school that they don't get what it's called parenting yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's called parents don't get it yeah so parents don't get that you you want to find yourself they're like what we never had to go through this of course they didn't there was no social media there wasn't anyone sending notifications to you 24 7 but then i'm saying how do you navigate uh family if maybe they are not on board or on board how what do you have to say about that so for me actually interesting my parents didn't understand it at all yeah to be honest they didn't really understand me because i'm quite spiritual indeed yeah, yeah. and they didn't really understand where i come from from a lot of things it's yeah. just like life's simple like, yeah. just go with it and yeah. it's not it's not there's so many distractions there's so much mind-numbing information like we just spoke about yeah instagram so mind-numbing things like that and i think for me, it was making them understand it. I think you've got to talk to your parents about things and say, let me explain. Mm. Like, I read a lot of books by an author called Alan Watts. I yeah. don't know if you've heard of him. Okay. And he looked, my parents look at that book and they just think, what on earth? Like, they just <laughs> don't understand anything he says. Yeah. But it's just a, a different time, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah. different now. And my pet, my mum says to me a lot, she says, if I was in your shoes now it would be so hard to find someone yeah but in her day you you don't have text messages you don't have emails you write letters that's the dream (laughs) i'd love to go back you want to go back in time wow yeah chat what do you think it's a different world you know (laughs) it's a a parent it's a different it's a dated in a world where you know we had one phone and you know we had to do one ringers so the father would pick it up and then you put it back down <laughs> then you ring again and i've got brought up in that world wow. and you know uh, i don't even know where, whether you guys know what uh, pages are oh, so we used to page yeah I've, I've, I've seen them in the movies yeah, like, so yeah. we used to learn the pages so you have to, like, I don't even know what that is. let me explain the process so you have to go to a phone box 
leave a message with the operator and then they would page you on this device and then it would beep, beep and they say meet me at cop tower at 12 o'clock but they can't communicate back to you because it's only one way communication. So, you have so if someone didn't turn up, crazy. if you don't turn up, you waiting at Cup Tower for a very long time. Exactly. And we got brought up in that world. And I'm just saying, it's changed, it's evolved. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but the question is, it's the understanding. So I'm a parent, yeah. and I can't bring up my kids the same way I was parented. Of course. Because the time is different. And that's where I think a lot of parents are finding it very comfortable. Yeah. So I'm tired of parents, even I'm a parent, Oh, my time, no, your time's gone. I'm sorry to say, this is 2019. Going forward, it's very, very different. You know, yeah. I still remember my sister went to university uh, in the early 90s, and it was almost dogma, like sending an Asian girl to university into another city. Where now it's the norm. You know, it's empowering. You know, women going to university, further education, yeah. becoming CEOs is great. Whereas that wasn't the case 30 years ago. So I think we're gonna wrap this up. Yes, we gotta wrap it up. Um, can we share some nuggets, guys? So we're gonna start with. Yes, that would. I want to ask Millie for your top three words of advice to young women yes. and people in general. Yeah. Three things. Um, I think one. My was hard. Um, <laughs> just love. I think that's the most important mm-hmm. thing. Loving love yourself. Everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Loving yourself and other people, actually. Yeah. And And um, compassion. Putting yourself in other people's shoes. That's right. Um, and taking a step back that wow. would be my advice check god selfless selfless yeah. selfless yeah. and that's what it's about you know it's about more than yourself if you love yourself make other people happy you know yeah. how you said you smile at someone else and they will smile back and that's where you're reciprocal so be selfless you know going going shopping you know buying that nice car buying that gucci bag ain't gonna make you happy i tell you that you know, buying that bag for someone else will make, you will make them happy. Yeah. And so please, become less selfless. Okay. I think for me, I would say selfless love. Do things without expecting anything back in return. That is true selfless mm-hmm. love. If you're going to give someone on the street money and you say, oh, I'm not going to give them because I know they're going to buy uh, a cigarette, then you're never doing it for the right intentions. Mm-hmm. Do it because you feel the pain. Even though you don't understand how they got to the street, do it because you love that person. Mm. So do things without expecting anything back because that is true selfless love. I think that's my only goal and I'm going to take it on to Gary. Go on, Gary. I agree with you guys. I summed it up. So yeah. Yeah. That's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Mind Fuel. Uh, if you've got any questions for any one of us today, do send a voice recording or message or, or anything like that. Do rate us on... Um, Apple Podcasts or anything like that. And uh, see you soon. Thank you.